Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode uh, with your money coach, Money Fit MD. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing fantastic. Um, depending on when this episode airs, I'm recording this in August of 2021. It's crazy. I have to think about the year and the date every time. But the, our kids, as you know, those that are familiar with my platform, I have three little ladies. And they're getting all ready up to go back to school right now in person, which is super exciting, but also really scary, especially in the world of COVID. You know how the numbers are been kind of all over the place and are on the rise right now. And I'm truly, truly hoping that people will just grab the resources that we have, you know, get vaccinated, use those masks use those whatever it is we have the medication options we have for treating patients clinically i just hope that we can use all the stuff that we have available to us really aggressively so that we don't have a repeat of 2020. but anyway so the kids are going back to school um very shortly very soon and i'm thinking about all the parents that are listening here i feel your stress i feel your thoughts i feel your the all the unknowns right and i'm just hoping and praying that everything works out for all of us and that we and our kids do well. I don't know. I wasn't planning on saying that, but hey, that's what we talk about when you're hanging out with your friends. <laughs> so anyways, today I wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that I think is really important. And it's this whole idea about retirement and our thoughts about retirement and what seems like a fallacy that we have about retirement. So as you may be aware, I didn't grow up in the United States as a little kid. I moved here when I was 18 years old. So it wasn't like I had experience with my parents about retirement or anything like that. But as soon as I got here and as soon as I've been in medicine, I know we we have this culture where you know, a lot of physicians are now employed. You find someone that you want to work for. You work with them for many, many years. And then at the age of 65, you retire. And that's sort of like the traditional, the old school approach to this. So most times people sort of like stick with their jobs, hang with their, no matter how crazy and gruesome things may be, because you're like one day, right? One day in... 50 years, <laughs> I'm going to retire at the age of 65. And I think the reason why is because there's a thought that we'll have about retirement that at the age of 65, I would not have to answer to anyone. I will have money and I'll be able to do whatever I want to do with my time. The issue though is this, that assumption is based on the fact that one, you're going to live to the age of 65, which I hope we all do. However, depending on your family history, depending on your personal health. And I mean, pandemic, right? Especially with everything going on, we've seen people that are young that are dying from COVID. And yes, young people do die as well, car accidents and all those other stuff. Again, we're hoping and praying for a long life, but the bottom line and the reality is that, you know, sometimes life happens. So the whole idea that we can suffer through life now and retire at the age of 65 is on the assumption that you're going to leave to be 65 and that you're going to be able to have enough good health to enjoy that freedom that you think retirement is going to provide, right? So retirement, again, is something that you're thinking will give you the freedom. But then the question now is, is it possible to create a life there where there is actual freedom before retirement? So that's the premise. That's the whole idea behind this FIRE movement that you may have heard about. And if you're watching right now, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit without even knowing. 
And the reason why is not because the FIRE movement is bad. So for those that are not familiar with what I'm talking about, so FIRE movement is this financially independent, retire early, which is this whole idea that people have where you sort of like hurry up to that finish line. So why do I have to wait till the age of 65 to have freedom? Why don't I suffer really quickly now, right? And get to that end point of being financially independent at the age of 40, retire early from my J-O-B, from my job, and then I can spend time however I like now. So that has its advantages, but also has its disadvantages. And one of the things that I'm very, very aware of and very cautious about is this whole idea of like the scarcity that we can have when it comes to mind. And honestly, I think that both waiting till you're 65 before you have a life and trying to have a life so early is all based on scarcity. How amazing would it be to create a life that you don't have to be in such a rush to escape from? Yes, life can change. Things can happen. But there is the whole idea of creating a life where you're financially free, truly free, where you're financially independent, meaning that you have the power of choice on how you spend your time, but you're not in a rush to retire early. And to help you understand this better, I can give you an example using my own life. I am a physician. I practice medicine clinically. I have no plans of stopping that because I truly enjoy what I do, right? I work for a larger organization. I love seeing my patients. It's a joy and pleasure for the most part. I mean, like anything else, it's never perfect. However, I truly believe that seeing patients and helping them with their GI illness is one of the things that gives me joy and is my purpose and part of the impact that I'm creating in this season of my life. I say season of my life because I have no idea what's going to happen in five, 10 years from now. I have no plans of not practicing medicine clinically. However, I have built my life and my financial pillars of income generating in such a way that if things were to change, I would be okay. So I'm not suffering through a job that I hate right now. And in fact, if I hated my job, I would change the settings in which I practice medicine or change how I practice medicine because life is too short for it to be miserable or suck the living crap out of you or I. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So my point is I have that. And then I also have the things that I do through empowering women physicians in their finances and helping us hardworking women physicians that may be feeling disempowered create a life of empowerment and financial badassery, really, right? So that's the other part of this stuff that I do right now. I'm not saying that I'm going to pass my clinical job in order to be able to do that, but I'm also not saying that I'm going to do that and pass my clinical job, right? So I'm not in a rush to retire because I've created a life on purpose. I have asked myself, what do I love doing? How do I want to create an impact right now? And I've created that in a way that's not either or, right? I'm not suffering through my job for 40 years so I can retire. At the same time, I'm not suffering and not living life at all so I can have all this cash at the age of 39 and say, hello, I am now firing, you know, F-I-R-E, and now I can sit down and do nothing, or maybe now pause things because I have this unconscious thought that I can only do one thing at a time. 
Does that make sense? And what I tell people is it's not about burning yourself to the ground. I'm not burnt out at all, right? I have looked at my life almost like a pie chart and decided what fraction of it, what percentage I want to dedicate to this, what percentage I want to dedicate to that. And the reason why I'm a huge fan of this is I truly believe that diversity is the spice of life. And I truly believe that when we focus our time and energy on the different areas of our lives that contributes to our overall financial and life and purpose wellness, we create a life that we don't need to escape from. We create a life that's breathable, a life that is well, and all of this retirement fallacy of waiting till this age before I can do joy, before I can do freedom, before I can breathe, makes it completely different. So what I would like to challenge you guys, if you're listening to me, is I want you to just take some time and think about some thoughts that you may have about your current life. Like, what are you doing with your time right now? What are you doing with your life right now? The goal is not for you to go to a, from a zero to a hundred in like one day. No, that's not the goal. The goal is for you to think about it, be aware of it without judgment, and just ask yourself, what would I want life to look like, right? And there's some of this stuff that you're going to spend your time on that may be income generating, and there's some of them that are not going to be income generating. In fact, in my coaching program, when I talk to my clients, I tell them that, listen, when you have multiple sources of income, you're not looking for every single one of them to be maximally income generating, right? And what that helps you do is you're able to focus on things that build wealth and you're able to focus on the things that build joy, the things that gives you impact, the things that are part of the legacy you're creating. So for example, if your thing is, you know, dancing and meditating and teaching yoga or feeding the homeless, it may not be income generating for you right now, but there may be a percentage of your life and your time that you may be able to spend on that right now that would give you joy. And then you're not as worried about your time because you're building passive income in the ways that you're investing your money in the stock market or in real estate or in other vehicles that you may be choosing to use as a source of wealth generating. And also including your clinical income, what you don't think you have to work 90 hours a week, 80 hours a week in order to generate as much cash flow as you need. But you're like, you know what? I love practicing medicine. I love being a primary care doctor. I'm going to do that four days a week so that I can have one day where I'm resting, one day where I'm learning how to garden, one day where I'm teaching my kids how to swim, one day where I'm volunteering at the, you know, at the soup kitchen, whatever it is, whatever that is for you. I believe that part of the reason why we're burning out, we're grinding is because we're spending too much time in clinical space because part of it is we think that we can only do one thing at a time. We think that we cannot buy the freedom of our time until we're whatever age that we've been taught traditionally is the old school retirement age, right? So my point is, I don't fit into any of those. I don't fit into the super old school and I don't fit into the fire movement either. I believe in creating a rich life now. I believe in creating a breathable life now where you are this and that where you're earning income from this and that. And part of it is going to be active, forward-facing, and part of it is going to be passive when you sleep at night. So I hope this has been 
challenging a little bit for you about your status quo, about how you're thinking. And remember, there's no one size fits all. If what you're doing right now is working for you, if what you're doing right now is helping you build the kind of life that you want and medicine and outside of medicine, then all power to you. But if it's not working for you, then I want you to take some time to challenge yourself a little bit, push yourself a little bit and just question your status quo and ask yourself, why do I think this is the only way? Because I promise you, there's way more options than you think. This is how I think about my life. This is how I challenge my family, my loved ones, my clients. And I truly believe that when we start to ask ourselves these questions, we would love medicine again. We would love our lives because we're not just living our lives unintentionally, but we're creating an intentional rich life. Well, that's what I have for you guys today. As always, I would love to hear what you think. So make sure you share a note with me, leave me a review, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out with your favorite coach, MoneyFit MD. Bye-bye. If you've loved listening to this episode, be sure to leave us a review. You know that I love to hear from you. And who knows, you may get a shout out in the next recording. And also be sure to subscribe and share with those that are in your community, because when you grow, we all grow together.